Hey, App Growth community, welcome back to the App Growth Show, where we host mobile experts to unlock valuable and actionable insights on how you can grow your app. No matter where you are in your app growth journey, we are here to help you reach your mobile growth goals. Let's dive into today's episode. Today, we are thrilled to be joined by Eric Vermillion, who is the CEO at HelpShip. Eric is a veteran within the software and tech industry. Before joining HelpShift, he played a major role in the growth of both BlueCat and Nice LTD. HelpShift is a mobile-first customer service platform that delivers great in-app help experience for many of the world's top mobile apps and games. Whenever his users need help, they can get it right into the app with the always-on help experience that delivers immediate automated solutions to many issues. Get ready for an interesting conversation around the importance of providing today's users with a slick and easy to use customer service option right inside the app and the many benefits a platform like HelpShift can have on your overall growth journey. Hello, this is Jennifer Sansone from App Growth Network and thank you so much for joining us for another episode of the App Growth Show where we talk about all things app growth marketing and everything in the industry and we're really excited today to be joined by Eric from HelpShift. Hello, Eric. Hello. Thanks for having me. Sure. So why don't we get started um, nice and simple with you telling us a bit about yourself and about HelpShift. Yeah, happy to do that. So uh, a little bit about me. I've spent my entire career in software and technology. Um, I spent many of my early years in, in kind of sales and marketing functions and leading go-to-market teams. Uh, I was at Nice Systems for eight years, where I helped grow that business from uh, about 200 million when I got there to over a billion when I left. And my last role was was uh, chief revenue officer for a company called Blue Cat out of out of Canada, out of uh, Toronto. And uh, that was before I joined HelpShift just a little over three years ago. I'm I'm uh, I consider myself to be a very passionate and demanding consumer personally, so I really love the mission we're on at HelpShift to rid the world of bad customer service. Um, Today, I'm the CEO uh, of HelpShift, and I, I live in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Texas area with my wife and two daughters. A um, little bit about HelpShift. Uh, it, uh, it really is the app-first solution for app-first companies for support. So we have a patented AI technology that really allows brands to offer their consumers a great entry point uh, for support, really puts, them in, puts the consumers in control of their support experience completely within the app. Uh, allowing you know, the consumer's intent to really easily be understood and taking them down a very logical self-service path and offering them uh, escalation to a human when, when it's needed fully within the app. So it really uh, it, it improves the CSAT score from, from a consumer uh, customer service perspective, but it also you know, for people who are trying to build great apps and keep people engaged in those apps, it allows you to service them fully within the app and, and not, um, you know, not push them onto some other platform for support, which is a dangerous thing, obviously, at kind of that moment of truth where somebody needs uh, help. Great. And, um, you know, your platform also, it's, it's, there's a lot of features to it, a lot of things that it does offer. So maybe, um, in your opinion, what would you say is maybe the one of the best features that your platform does offer? Yeah, well, I, I, I mentioned the intent classification. We have patented that uh, the capability of in-app intent classification. And so, you know, if you think about it from a uh, from a consumer perspective, they're in the mobile app. They need help. 
And uh, it, you, you know, what a lot of brands do today is kind of push them out of the mobile app for help. We're able to very quickly from within the mobile app um, through messaging, uh, really understand what the problem is. And you know, the beauty of the mobile app is you have that, um, you're, you're typically already securely authenticated uh, when you're in the mobile app, there's oftentimes context uh, that's there. So you can take them down a very logical self-service journey using that smart intense capability, that intent classification, um, all while keeping them uh, completely in the app. This gives consumers much faster time to resolution. And um, it, it also you know, creates the ability for them to uh, kind of have a continuous dialogue uh, with the brand so that it's, you know, leveraging messaging within the app. They, they just have a continuous dialogue. Anytime they have a problem, that smart intent classification takes them down a very logical path of self-service or, you know, can give them um, the ability to escalate it to a human uh, where that's needed. And, and if the brand allows, sometimes brands don't, uh, don't want to do that. Particularly if you think about it, it's a player that's, you know, only doing free, uh, you know, only util utilizing free services, you might not want to give them you know, kind of that human uh, interaction capability. Another question. So let's say, because we're talking a lot about in-app support and how important the keeping that user in-app is. Now, let's just say I'm not super sure of, okay, what's the big problem if, if they are led outside of the app? Can you kind of break it down for us? Like, what is the risk by not having the support in-app? Yeah, well, particularly when your entire experience is contained within the app, like it is for you know many gaming companies, media and entertainment companies, and really uh, becoming that way for a lot of other brands who are really trying to drive their entire engagement with consumers in the app. The risk is they don't come back. So, you know, I, I kind of at that moment of truth where or moment of vulnerability where they've got um, where they've got a challenge that they need your help with. Um, telling them to get out is sort of counterintuitive. And I, I, there are so many apps that do that today. It's, uh, I mean, I've, I've taken that experiment on my, you know, on my own mobile device. Um, I'd encourage uh, all of you to do the same with the, you know, with the apps that are on your, on your phone today. You'll see that what happens is a lot of times they push you into uh, an email form that then becomes this email that goes into, you know, who knows where, and if you're lucky, you remember to check your email three days later when you get a response or three hours later, whatever it is when you get a response. But at that point, you've probably moved on uh, to something else. And so, you know, if, if apps don't allow kind of that in-app and, and conversational help, they're, they're really creating a disruptive experience for their, for their customers. And they're really creating a disconnect, uh, if you will, um, of the important user data that is contained within the app. So, um, you know, the, the apps, uh, they, today they're, you know, they're most of the time when you're in an app, you're, you're securely authenticated uh, within the app. So your identity is already known. You're in a mm -hmm. secure environment. There's context for what the problem is um, that you've got. And so you're able to really, you know, dive into that issue, leveraging messaging, leveraging that, you know, automated self-help or escalation to an agent, but fully contained within the app. And, and so you can create this sort of environment where there's a continuous dialogue and the customer service world today tends to operate under the premise that customer service is a series of discrete events. And so if you think about the last time that you needed help with something, you might've called, you might've tried, you know, social media, you know, outreach on social media, you might've sent an email. Every time each of those things happen, you're usually asked to 
identify who you are, explain the situation. And the idea is that that is a discrete event. So it's going to start and it's going to stop when you either reach a dead end or your problem is solved and then you start over. And so, you know, brands today tend to operate under this premise that consumers want kind of a smorgasbord of options, of ways that they can reach in and get to a human that can help them. But the reality is there's too much, there's too much volume. There's not, there's not, there aren't enough uh, support agents in the world to handle all the volume, which is why you see a lot of brands that have these splash screens on their webpage, um, or you get the message when you call that says, um, expect a really long wait or try a different option because there's really very little chance um, you're going to get through to anyone. If anyone's traveled <laughs> in the recent, uh, you know, weeks or months, they've probably experienced that if they've had, um, you know, had any issues. And, you know, the, the modern consumer doesn't really want that, right? They want always on, they want immediate response, or they want the ability to, to self-serve and, and fix the problem themselves. And the app is just a beautiful place to do that. And because you're already authenticated, it, is, it, it becomes kind of this safe forum for a continuous dialogue. So the problem can be fixed. And we've probably all experienced this with, with customer support issues in the past. If five minutes later, you remember, oh, I forgot to get help with this other thing. And then you have to call back and start over again. Well, when you're in the app and you're leveraging messaging, you don't have to do that because conversation is still there. This just becomes a continuation of the dialogue. And so to the extent that you know any anyone who's building a good app believes that that app is about building a relationship um, and a continuous relationship with your consumers, support is a really important part of that because it's a it's a time of vulnerability for people and and being able to leverage that to create kind of a continuous dialogue yeah uh, creates really good uh, customer loyalty and the agents actually love it as well the customer service agents love it as well because it really sets them free to be more like a concierge or a personal assistant instead of you know just kind of a discrete ticket closer if you will mm, interesting so um is is this whole idea of in-app support relevant to all apps uh, or is there categories that, you know, maybe should be leveraging it more than others? Or is this across the board? If you want to have a customer-centric app, you need to have this type of support. I, I think if you're in a, you know, if you're in a business and consumer, you know, environment, if you're dealing with consumers, if you have, you know, volume of uh, customer outreach saying, I need help, or I want to give you feedback, or, um, you know, there's an opportunity that I'd like to take advantage of. It's relevant. So yeah, it's absolutely relevant in most apps. Um, companies that want to make the app the centerpiece or their primary engagement vehicle with consumers are, it's, it's kind of a, you really can't live without it uh, in, in that environment. Those are the ones that benefit the most from it, where you have lots of other avenues for how you're you know engaging with your customers it's important for the in-app aspect of it but you know there are there's just an inherent complexity uh that exists i mean i think you know at, at help shift we'd argue that the app is really the most elegant place to start that support journey and so you know we've created other technologies um like you know we've uh we've created a qr code technology that allows you to use uh physical to redirect from physical products into the app. And so you can take advantage of the fact that you've now got a, a secure identity. Um, you've got some context for the situation. And so, you know, rather than um, stopping what you're doing, picking up the phone and making a phone call, you can just redirect in your, you know, from your device, uh, from the physical product, or even, you know, in the gaming world, like a console game, use that QR code to redirect on the screen. Uh, 
so that you don't have to put the game down or move over to a phone call or an email. You can, you know, directly from your mobile device there, uh, get support uh, via that redirect into the mobile app, which offers all those great capabilities. So we actually believe the mobile app should be the starting point for all customer service uh, inquiries. And, I, you know, if you think about the number of apps that are being uh, created each year and the revolution that's, you know, happening with mobile apps, I don't think it's far-fetched to believe that, you know, three years from now, the, the mobile app will be the primary place where most uh, consumers engage with brands. Yeah, and I think it, you know, a lot of it is, is just cutting out that frustration, right, on the right. part of the user, because that's, you know, when you run into an issue, you can't move forward, that's where you, you get frustrated. So it seems like to, to nip it in the bud in the, in the fastest, best way possible. Um, so we talk a lot about, you know, providing the best in-app experience possible for your users just for you know their their ease and their comfort um, and we know that user feedback is you know really important to figure out like what is that best way to provide a positive in-app experience so um, how does help shift shift help in this area of user feedback yeah we have we have feedback capabilities built into our our full help shift product um, and, and we actually also recently relaunched recently launched uh, a light version a free version uh, of help shift uh, SDK that we call feedback plus and that's really something that um, you know we believe for for brands that are developing new apps it's um, it, it's a free tool but it provides immense value because you embed the SDK as you're building the app and it allows you to get direct feedback from consumers as you're launching the app, either in trial or limited form, or even after you fully launch the app, so that you can get that direct feedback uh, within the app from those consumers of what they like and don't like uh, before you get you know, roasted on the app store. Um, or if there's things that they really, really like, you can you know, make sure that those are highlighted properly uh, within the app. Um, you know, it also collects the user's metadata and device and version information, which, you know, allows you to better troubleshoot uh, the problems and really allows you to, you know, help create some more um, uh, analytic driven decisions on, you know, how and where you might launch the app as well. And, you know, because we've launched this as a free capability, we really think this is something that, you know, anybody who's creating an app out there should you know, should put in the app and our selfish ambition with it, because nobody gives away anything for free without wanting something in return, is that, um, you know, we, we hope that by providing those free capabilities and the, the brands will see a, a ton of value out of that, they've already got the SDK built into the product, um, you know, turning on the support capabilities later is just, it, it's already in your app. So it's, it literally is just say, yes, I want to start using it. Um, and, and you can use it for support very easily. So it eliminates some of that friction, you know, for us in terms of onboarding uh, customers down the road while providing, you know, it really, really cool feet, uh, free capabilities to uh, any brand that's launching a new app and wants to be able to get that kind of real-time feedback from their customers as they're doing it. I think, I think that's super great to know, right? Because I think Part of it is, you know, this user feedback, like you said, sometimes by the time you get it, you've received the one star or the, that poor rating in the app store, uh, which is of value, but it would be great if you were getting that user feedback before it gets to that point. Uh, and the fact that it's free, I think that's just, you know, because getting user feedback does seem, I think, daunting and challenging to especially some first apps of, okay, sure, I want to make them happy, but how do I know? It seems like a very intuitive, easy way to, to, to get started in the right direction. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you've talked us through some of these, you know, these areas and capabilities that HelpShift has. Is there anything that um, you can maybe tell us of, of what you're working on for the future of how to enhance the platform even more? Yeah, we've got quite a few uh, things that we're working on. One of the things I'm very excited about, we, we, um, we recently announced our MetaShift platform, which is really a, a, a group of features that will enable brands to be able to provide support amidst some of those emerging and uh, very decentralized uh, technologies like like the metaverse and Web three that are, are you know that everybody's talking about these days, um, it's something that we're rolling out in phases. Actually, the first phase of it is the the feedback plus capability that we launched uh, in early May to give that free uh, feedback SDK to publisher to collect feedback to you know, understand those bug and crash resort uh, reports and suggestions for improvements within mobile and AR uh, environments or, or experiences as people are starting to kind of build these, you know, new modern platforms, getting that feedback from users is really, really important. And most of those experiences happen through mobile devices or through apps. Um, the second phase of it, which will be uh, launching later this year is will enable blockchain verification. So again, in this very decentralized environment, it's going to be um, less about your personal identity and more about your digital entitlements, uh, right? Mm -hmm. So it'll it'll enable brands to you know support channels to work with SSIs and NFTs and other blockchain assets um, that really are more about your personal entitlements less than your 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 actual identity. Um, and the third phase of it is is the one that I'd say people seem to be the most excited about, and that's the native in VR support um so you know within the within the, the vr experience users be able to get support right within the vr experience without ever having to take off their headsets and you know for us we've got uh we've got a lot of customers and partners that are you know kind of the ones that are building the future ar and vr and the things that are being referred to as the metaverse that are our customers um, so it's a very natural extension uh, for us, and I think a lot of the world tends to think of the metaverse as this kind of, you know, 3D new modern gaming world, but we view it certainly as, you know, that is a part of it and that will probably be a lot of the first phase of it. But in terms of the, um, you know, the capabilities it'll offer for, you know, virtual collaboration in a professional world, you know, medical industry applications, um, you know, we're really excited about what the future, you know, of the metaverse in this uh, decentralized world uh, is going to look like, and we know it's going to need support and it just can't look like get on your, you know, hop over to your, your PC and write an email or, you know, take off your, your headset and go make a phone call. It just, it doesn't work. Wow. So there's a lot of good stuff coming up. It sounds like a lot of potential for for, for this really to, to be helpful for so many apps out there, both existing and new and different phases of, of their growth. Um, so thank you for sharing us with us about, about the product. And usually what we like to do before we wrap up an interview is kind of maybe ask you for some words of advice or perhaps some inspiration maybe for uh, newer entrepreneurs out there that are maybe looking to what, what to do uh, to take that user experience to the next level. Like what would your words of advice be? For, for someone yeah. looking to, to kind of ramp that up? Absolutely, thanks for the question. I, the older I get, the more I love giving advice. So I'll try and stay very, very focused on the customer service aspect of this. But yeah, more seriously though, when it comes to customer service, I, you know, a lot of 
new startups that are trying to figure out customer service. Um, they, you know, tend to rely on advice that they hear and, I, you know, don't listen to the vendors or support leaders that tell you the way they did things 20 years ago, or even five years ago for that matter is what you should do today. Cause the world is moving way too fast uh, for that. And consumer expectations are changing, you know, even faster. I told you, I, I, you know, I, I have two daughters that are 18 and 20. And so I have a personal support group <laughs> or, uh, um, uh, you know, personal research group at home. And I, you know, I don't know that they know how to pick up the phone and make a, a call, right? I mean, they're on their devices every day, but, you know, they are the future, um, you know, buyers that people need to be aware of. And, you know, as you think about what they want in the coming year, the next generation wants service whenever they want it. They want it to be always on and they want it to be in any language. So kind of 24-7, 365 and global. And, you know, the app really can, can 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 give you that and it really can put your users in control of their entire engagement with your brand so you know don't let support be left out of that when you're developing your app strategy because if you do they might not just leave your app but they might leave your uh company altogether mm -hmm. yeah that, that, that is really good advice um so definitely something to, to keep in mind. Um, I think that customer service aspect probably isn't um, at the top of the list for, for many, but sounds like it should be, right? It, it should be, yeah. It's a, it's a real friction point. And I, I think for, um, you know, for, for, for brands who have been around a longer time, you know, for new brands, it's very easy to build this technology and, you know, kind of build this modern experience. But brands have been around a longer, a longer period of time, they, they tend to say, well, wait a minute, I've already got this CRM system, I've built these contact centers, I've got people or I've got these outsourcers that I'm working with. That's the beauty of the app, right? This just becomes a front end that works with that infrastructure that you've already built. So this isn't a throw out the way you've done things before, it is modernize it by leveraging the app to give the consumer the the you know the ability to really drive their support experience versus saying we're just going to provide all these avenues that you can have these discrete support events and hope you get to a, a solution so it's it, you know for brands that have been around a long time it's it, it really your app represents an opportunity for you to leverage um you know a, a platform to let, let the consumers really drive their own experience and, and a vehicle for you to really modernize your support infrastructure without having to kind of rip out and replace uh the investments that you've already built yeah i love that you you said modernize right so it like yeah. you said it is just oh forget what you're doing totally revamp everything it's just you know upgrade it modernize it to meet the Absolutely. needs of the, the current consumers so yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Well, Eric, I want to thank you so much for your time and talking to us today about your product and also some advice for the, the listeners out there in the mobile industry. So thank you, Eric, for your time. My pleasure. It was nice speaking with you, Jen. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of The Apple Show. We hope you were able to take away some actionable insights in relation to providing in-app customer service options and how a tool like HelpShift helps keeps users inside the app and assists in creating that strong and continuous relationship with your user base. If you found today's episode to be helpful, please visit us at appgrowthnetwork.com and book your free call with us today to help supercharge your mobile growth. See you in the next episode. Bye for now.